whole system of life in this world is structured to try to get ahead of other people. That is called emulation. An emulation is to desire to equal or surpass another person. We learn it in our schools from the time we begin school. We may even learn to do it before we begin school. Women do it all the time in trying to dress to outdo other women, to attract men to themselves. That's a work of the flesh. That's emulation. Our flesh wants to bring glory to itself. After we're born again, we learn another way of life. And we grow into it step by step after we're born again as we control our flesh. As we control that enormous desire to get ahead of other people, to be the best. As we control our tongue, which wants to put other people down and exalt itself. These are things we learn after we're born again. And we don't learn it all usually at one time. It's step by step. And throughout life, we learn to control this desire to exalt ourselves and to draw praise of men to ourselves. And we learn somewhere along the way that what we want to do is exalt God by revealing God and what he has done in our lives, how he is to be glorified rather than glorifying ourselves, I have had many times when God has shown me to do something and another person has tried to praise me for what I have done. There was one woman that always did that. She didn't want to praise God. She didn't want to hear that God told me to do it. But I always told her when she admired something I had done that she had seen me do, I would say to her, no, God showed me to do that. See, my desire along the way became to glorify God in the sight of other people. And when they want to glorify me, to let them see, no, it was God who showed me. He's the one to be glorified. But you learn that as you go along. In the Christian life. There was a time that I played bridge. Now, when you play bridge, you are set out to beat the other people and glorify yourself. That's all it is. And along the way, I began to think, would Paul or Jesus be at this bridge table trying to beat people? Really, our goal is to help people. And it troubled me. I said to God, please get me out of this. And at one point, finally that happened. And during that period of time, there was a scripture that I began thinking upon and trying to structure my life upon. 
Philippians chapter 2, Paul says, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. He didn't have to try to make himself equal with God, though he was God. But he made himself of no reputation. And that's the part I focused upon. Keeping this flesh under control, for it wants to exalt itself. Jesus made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. Paul said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. He made himself of no reputation. He didn't have to be God. He took upon himself the form of a servant. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. He humbled himself. Our flesh does not want to humble itself. It wants to exalt itself. It wants to be better than other people. If you're a woman, you probably want to dress better than other people. One time I had a housekeeper who came to me and she'd watched me the way I lived. And she said, don't you ever feel like you need to be equal to the Joneses? It really shocked me. And I said, no, I don't. I'm, that's not my goal. I don't have to drive a beautiful car, a new car. I don't even have to dress well. I have many wonderful things inside my house. I have a wonderful sound system, which I enjoy. God allows me to have a sound system and a nice TV, but that's not outward where other people can see it, and I don't flaunt it in front of other people. But the flesh wants to be the best, and it wants very much to be recognized by other men and praised by other men. We learn to keep the flesh under control. The work of the flesh, one of the primary works of the flesh, is to glorify itself, and that is called emulations in the Bible. Galatians chapter 5. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, Witchcraft is living in superstitions, hatred, variance, arguing, emulations, exalting yourself above others, wrath, which is wanting to see people punished, to want vengeance, strife, sedition, heresies, envies, murders, drunkenness, revilings, and such like. All those are works of the flesh. Paul said, of the which I tell you before, as I have also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. We've all done 
those things before we were born again. We've done those things after we were born again. But as we continue to follow Scripture, hopefully we modify ourselves and keep our flesh under control through prayer, through recognizing the flesh is about to rise up, through saying to God, please don't let me say that. Please don't let me do that. Every time I've prayed that, God has honored that prayer and stopped me. Matthew chapter 7, Jesus says, Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And the rock for us is the word of God. Everyone who heareth these sayings of mine, says Jesus, and doeth them. Hearing the word of God and doing it, that is building your house upon a rock. And the rains come and the floods come, but your house won't fall because you founded it upon the rock of the word of God. By doing the word of God. And verse 26, Jesus says, And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell, and the great was the fall of it. You can't build your house on anything other than the Word of God and be safe. The only thing you can build on in this life is the Word of God. Scripture by Scripture, we do those Scriptures and we build upon a rock. And when trouble comes, we may shake a little bit, but we won't fall because we have built ourselves upon the word of God, upon believing God and trusting in God by his word. The subject of controlling your own flesh by the word of God and by prayer is described for us in Colossians chapter 3. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. For ye are dead. At the moment we became born again, we died to this world, to the sins of this world, to the things of this world. And our vision was turned toward things above. The word of God. For ye are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. 
people look at me, I'm 82 years old now, and the people who know me look at me sometimes and think, she has no life. She doesn't hardly ever leave her house. She stays in her bedroom basically all day long. And that's true. But my life is hid in Him, in God. And while I'm in my bedroom, I'm reading the Bible, I'm hearing from God, I'm doing that which God showed me to do, which in my case is to make podcasts to exhort the church to teach the baby Christians who God showed me are like starving kittens lying outside my door of my house just waiting to be fed. He gave me a dream to show me that. So I do that. And it looks like I have no life. If you looked at me, I don't go outside my house hardly ever. That was before the coronavirus. I was living that way. The therapist who came to work with me when I moved to um, Colorado, she said, I have got one problem with you. You don't want to leave this room. You need to find things out there that you want to go to and do. Because if you find things you want to go to and do, then you'll have motivation to walk more, to do the therapy. I just listened to her. I I enjoyed her, and I liked the fact that she could teach me how to walk with a walker in relative safety, or how to walk with a cane, or how to go down a step or come up a step safely. But basically, my life is in Christ, even though I live in a place where there's a lot to see. I live in Colorado Springs at the foot of the mountains. It's wonderful. And sometimes I think, oh, I'd like to go up to the top of Pikes Peak in a car. I'd like to drive up there. I'd like to go to what is called Garden of the Gods, which are wonderful rock formations. I would like to see this deep gorge, which is here uh, near Colorado Springs. There are things like that that I think I would like to see. But do I want to see them more than I want to read the Bible and exhort you? And the answer is always no. No, I'd rather stay home, read the Bible, and exhort you in the things God shows me in the Bible. I'd rather do that. That is really my greatest joy, is when I get to do that. When God will quicken something to me that I can share with you. That's really my greatest joy. Well, it makes no sense to the people out there like the therapist. And she just keeps hoping I will get out of my house and do something. But you see, I understand my life in Christ. I understand the calling on my life. I understand what I'm here for. And that's what I want to do. So set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. Mortify, therefore, put to death your members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concuspience, and covetousness, which is idolatry, for which things sake the wrath of God 
cometh on the children of disobedience. These are the very things that bring the great tribulation upon the world in the end time and the judgment of God upon the people on the earth in the end times. In the which ye also walked sometime when ye lived in them, but now put off all these, anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Lie not one to another, seeing that ye have put off the old man with his deeds, and have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him, where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision nor uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, bond, nor free, but Christ is all and in all. Christ the word is all and in all. Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering. So we don't live like we used to live. And when we think of how we used to live, aren't we ashamed? I am. I'm ashamed of the things I did before I was born again. We don't want to live that way any longer when we belong to God. Every time we see a scripture that we can adjust our life to the scripture, I believe we are recreated in the image of Christ, the Word. The Word recreates us every time we do that specific scripture. It's an ongoing process. We never arrive. We do it as long as we live on this present earth. And we glorify God, not ourselves, in that which we do when we follow the scriptures. I can feel it when my flesh starts to rise up to glorify the flesh. And I can control it by praying. God, please don't let me say that. Please don't let me do that. Every time I pray that, God has honored it. Often, I go on with whatever I'm doing, and then when I walk away, I think, I, did, I didn't say that. God did keep me from saying that. I didn't do that. Every time, if you want to avoid the temptation, you can do it through God, through prayer. As the temptation is there upon you, just turn to God in prayer. And say, please don't let me do that. Please don't let me say that. I think you will find that when you've walked away, you have not said the evil thing that you were about to say, glorifying your own flesh or the flesh of another human. Glorify God, who created all things. These scriptures are written for you on our blog. Go to Jesus Ministries Exhortations. On the right-hand side of the page, podcast, you can click on podcast, find this broadcast, 
and you will find the scriptures written out for yourself so that you can meditate on those scriptures because that's where you get the power to do the word of God is by thinking on what the scripture says. Again, the blog name is Jesus Ministries Exhortations. Thank you for letting me speak with you today.